0: hey what's up everybody so it's 2023 new year same us just kidding not the same us we're manifesting a very bright year ahead so isabel and i thought we'd do a little one-on-one podcast and talk about being sober or kind of sober on new year's eve and yeah you know all that normal shit manifestation vision boards how i still threw up on new year's eve stuff i normally like to make fun of um i swear i didn't do adderall i just had a lot of freaking coffee this morning so that's why i'm talking really really fast uh okay let's go
1: Okay, well good morning.
0: It's good morning. 2 <laughs> it's 2. And we just both took showers. <laughs> separately, separately, different different cities, different showers. <laughs> I know it's 2 p.m., yes. we're just But we were productive. I went on a walk, I had lunch, I went to Old Town, went to Sephora, got some Ooh, more hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic Ooh. acid, some more like some new like moisturizer. And what uh, brand? Face cleansing. Um uh let's see, hyaluronic acid. I do the ordinary.
1: The ordinary. Mm Mm-hmm. Knew you You were gonna say that. Vibes.
0: Great great price point. Um the lotion, (laughs) the face cream is a different, it's a new brand. Um I forget what it's called. I'd be trying new shit. And then I got some like face cleanser to like, you know, clean my face, uh, which is another like I forget the brand. I don't know, it's too many. Um, well, oh, you're got, a
1: terrible skin influencer. You need well, to learn your I, I brands. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: Yeah. Oh, and I got some hair oil because, um, you know, the the dyed blonde tips have been getting frizzy and a little damaged. Oh my so gosh. I'm just trying to keep it um, keep it wavy, baby.
1: Adela pulled up a picture from, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but two summers ago when I was like coming back from having platinum blonde hair i absolutely fried my hair from being in palm springs for seven days no it was like 20 days straight or something because i did two different trips to palm springs and my hair was like literally falling out like i cried it was terrible (laughs) and she she showed me a picture and i was like oh my god i've come so far with my with my hair journey i know
0: your shit was so platinum (laughs) you're like silver surfer yeah
1: and I it didn't really looked, realize good. that you had it, good. it. Okay. Not when it was fried to a crisp after <laughs> Palm Springs, because I didn't really realize like it would, it was so much more sensitive that I couldn't like get in the pool that much. And I couldn't like be, in. it was 117 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. in Palm Springs. It was I horrible. remember that. I looked like, like it was like falling out in clumps. It was man. It was the time. It was terrible. So yes, get that hair oil, take care of your hair. When you venture into the world of dying your hair platinum blonde there's tons of maintenance
0: (laughs) yeah i'm finding that out i have like a mask that i use twice a week it's
1: oh amazing you're doing you're ahead of the game
0: yeah 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 wait what did you do this morning this saturday morning
1: i read a book i showered um i that's about it Sweet. I didn't read a whole book, but I started it. It's one of my resolutions is to read more this year. So I'm trying to do one a month. I feel like that's like an easy enough goal to have.
0: Damn. one That sounds like a lot. I mean, I'm not a reader, but yeah, that's ambitious. But I, think, I guess that's, I, that's pretty like, normal, right? Yeah, that's, normal. that's
1: a, very normal, I think. so. If I For people do that, that don't
0: have happy. dyslexia? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it, i remember when i the last book i like legitimately read was the da vinci code when i was in college and like some girl got it for me and she was like mm-hmm. yeah she's like i read it on in 40 and like she was coming from like visiting me from like san francisco area and she was like i read it on like from the time i left my house on the flight in like an hour and a half she read it she's like it's an easy read what? the font's big no way yeah no, i'm
1: pretty sure that book yeah. is like hella long
0: it's kind of long, but it's like big font and an easy read, and yeah. it took me like four months to read it. And she was <laughs> like, "Oh, you'll 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 read it so fast! I read it on my trip down to L.A., and it took me literally four months to read the Da Vinci Code." But oh my god, that's why. But we you, do but you're you,
1: exactly. I was gonna say you consume audiobooks, so that counts, kind yeah, of. Yeah,
0: counts as something. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! Well, all right. Well, our this first- is a, jinx yeah, yeah. this is our first episode of 2023 yeah i can't believe wow. it
0: i know i know we survived we survived not being not getting drunk on new year's eve
1: on new year's i know should we share our our new year's our mutual new year's best friend sober <laughs> yes <laughs> night
0: yeah yeah um I'll, I'll I'll go first. I So my best friend Brian came over to my house and we had talked about hanging out and just being low key and not doing anything, which is the total opposite of what we've done in the past. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been my best friend since 11th grade. Sorry, since we were 11 years old, which is sixth grade. So we've done New Year's Eve a bunch of times in our life, like so mm-hmm. many times. We've done it in San Diego, like maybe Santa Barbara, like all over LA, Hollywood, we've done all that shit. And finally, he knows, obviously, I'm not drinking right now. So I told him, like, hey, I'm just going to stay home. If you want to, like, join me, that's fine. If you feel like just chilling on the couch, I'm just planning on doing, like, probably doing, like, chocolate mushrooms and just, quote, unquote, vibing out. And he was, you know, he's also trying to, like, chill on the whole, like, going out thing as well. So he came over and we just did some chocolate shrooms and watched, like, comedy videos on like YouTube and like animal, weird animal, like cat videos that would just made us laugh <laughs> super hard. And we were just laughing for like six, five, six hours on the couch straight. And That's um, so fun. It, yeah, it was super fun. And he was like, really happy. And he kept saying like throughout the night, like, I'm so glad we did this. And I kept reiterating, Aww. like, just wait till the morning. You're going to feel so much better that we mm-hmm. like stayed home that you, and he drank a little bit. Um, he had like a couple beers and that was it. So um, it was fun. We both, you know, woke up feeling good. And, (laughs) you know, for those of you that have done mushrooms in the past, you probably know that they can make you nauseous sometimes because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it is, you know, poison and like cow shit. Um, And it made me, yeah, like they grow it in like cow poop, like mushrooms, like real mushrooms. Usually they'll use like manure, you know, to like help it grow. Mm -hmm. And so I need
1: to fact check that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's true it's true trust me um and so we both got really nauseous like the whole time we had a great time but we both were really nauseous like on and off throughout the night and i actually did throw up like at like 10 45 oh. so um it kind of reminded me like previous <laughs> new years when i would throw up but this was a sober ish throw up um from the from the shroomies it the wasn't chocolates.
1: like yakking in the club and
0: yeah Hollywood. no there was no like red bull you know and yeah uh, and macaroni and cheese or whatever the fuck I used to Puke eat. Puke and Raleigh. <laughs> yeah, it was just like soda water, just projectiling. But it was fine. Ew. I felt good. And we had a, we had a great night. Yeah, yeah. That was Aww. my first sober New Year's since I was, I mean, probably 16. Started drinking at 15. And I probably had my first, like, drinking New Year's when I was, like, 16. So, yeah.
1: Do you have any, like memorable or like super drunk new years
0: oh my god i mean yeah tons all of them (laughs) yeah yeah i mean pick a year it doesn't doesn't matter (laughs) um i i had a i have a crazy one so like one time me and brian like i was saying we went to this party down in san diego and at the Mm. time i had like i was seeing some girl that lived in in pennsylvania and she flew out and went down to San Diego with me and Brian and Brian's brother. And we got a hotel room and all this shit. And it was a super fun night. But we we were just, me and that girl, like, we got into like a big fight that night over something stupid. Awesome. And we end yeah, and we ended up like in the parking lot of the hotel, like yelling at each other, making a whole scene, mm-hmm. and then like making up. Oh, and then no. we were both, you know, she was crying and I was saying, I'm sorry for yelling at her. And then everything, it was fine. No, nothing, nothing bad. No domestic violence at all. It was just like a stupid drunk, like night. I think it was because she was like, yeah, like she was dancing. And like, I thought it would be funny if I like, I did like a waterfall thing where like, you know, you just like are chugging your beer as a waterfall. And then I tried to like give it to her as the beer was like still pouring on (laughs) me. And then I shifted it over to her and I got all over her, like her face and her like whatever. And she was like, what the fuck are you? you know, pouring beer on me. I'm like, I'm not pouring beer on you. I was just water falling. And then she yelled at me. And then we were in the middle middle of the parking lot yelling at each other (laughs) at like 2.30 in the morning. So yeah, I've got a ton of stuff. You kind of deserved that. Yeah, it was an accident. A parking
1: lot yell. Yeah. Um, I had a weird moment like a couple weeks ago. I had posted something about the podcast and this guy responded to it and was like, like, that's so cool that you're doing this. I'm on like a year and a half sober now too. And I was like, that's so crazy because this person (laughs) that I, we hadn't really talked in a long time, but the, the one and only time I met him was new year's 2019. I was in New York city and we met out at like a club, made friends with their friends and ended up back at his parents, like penthouse apartment in New York like stayed up till like six in the morning you know doing extracurricular activities (laughs) and like I left that apartment I remember I I have like this selfie somewhere on my phone like in his like bougie ass uh, elevator in like some random person's sweatpants and like my big ass coat because it was winter (laughs) and like my heels just doing the most insane like January 1st walk of shame and like that was the only time we had seen each other and now we're both like hey like good to see that you went sober too <laughs> yeah. like really different from the first time we met and the last time we saw each other so good for him if he's listening I'm proud of us <laughs> we made it we survived um and we're not you know leaving at six in the morning anymore so yeah <laughs> yeah
0: you're growing. You're growing. I'm growing.
1: Yeah, um, I was with my best friend for New Year's too. We went to Mexico, which is so funny to say now because the exact place that we were in Mexico is where El Chapo's son just got arrested, um, and so they like literally shut down the airport like a week after we were just there. And the whole time we had been saying like, "What an incredible." safe <laughs> fun like perfect place it had been and it was like at, go to Mazatlan it's literally amazing just wait for like the violence and civil unrest until they catch the
0: or, oh he got caught yeah he got arrested no he got caught but yeah, like yeah. there was like
1: people didn't leave their houses for like a few days and the airport was shut down like it was crazy but before that it was the best like one of the best mexico trips i've ever had it was so fun um we made friends with like the people at our boutique hotel and it was on this plaza with just like live music all the time and it was just like oh it was perfect it was heavenly i miss them i want to go back
0: (laughs) oh that sounds like so much fun i know you guys it seemed very from your stories it seemed very like peaceful and Like so
1: beautiful. Like
0: I don't know, like grown up ish. You know, like you guys are just like moseying around town and eating and like you know on the beach and taking pictures of people and their trombones playing Mexican music.
1: (laughs) Chelsea was like literally tripping that there was a freaking tuba
0: or tuba. Yeah, tuba. (laughs) Tuba watch twenty twenty
1: two. So it's 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 banda I, that's like the, yeah. Yeah, the type yeah. of music so it's like mm-hmm. everywhere though like you cannot escape it like we were on this remote beach and there's like all of a sudden like the guy comes out with his fucking tuba and then we were literally on we had been to this like touristy beach and then we like we ended up going across like in lo, like a little dingy ferry thing across to like this way other like remote part of the beach um like paid some dudes to take them over. Like, you know, one of those little things. They're like, ah yeah, we got you. Like we'll go over here. Um and then there was like some boats park parked, <laughs> docked, I don't know, in the middle of the ocean. And there was like some bougie yachts out there. And all of a sudden we hear the tuba out of nowhere. Like they had hired the whole Banda band to be on their private little boat and you could just hear it for literal miles (laughs) every corner there was a tuba chelsea was like this has got to be like the most highly concentrated number of tubas like in the world
0: masatlan the tuba capital of of the united states of north america yeah
1: but um there was also some vomit involved in our (laughs) trip too even though it was sober (laughs) Oh yeah, this um, this
0: is a uh, has to do with with Chelsea's shrimp shrimp intake. Yeah, of Chelsea intake.
1: had a had a battle with a with a shrimp, and so she lost. and she lost. Prawns <laughs> one, Chelsea zero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Prawns are gonna yeah, get exactly. you. Her and I were able to get all the toxins out of our body. Hopefully for twenty twenty three, that's how we'll, I think that's we'll look at That's what
1: it, it symbolizes. It yes, yeah, yeah. purging.
0: Uh huh. We've both been talking about watching the, that Jonah Hill documentary on Netflix. Um, I wasn't that successful at it because I fell asleep midway through. You got a little bit farther, <laughs> and I think you, had, you, were, you were mentioning earlier to me that you had uh, some takeaways from it.
1: I did. I really liked it. I definitely fell asleep the first time I watched it, though, because I, like, put it on as I was going to bed. And it's, like, very calming. It's, like, <laughs> black and white, and the music mm-hmm. is calming, and there's just, like, two people talking. I was like, oh, one is not just. So, but wait, what, then, what is it about,
0: for the folks that don't know? Give, give us a, an overview on what the about. For the, the folks that
1: know. don't know, yes. So, it's basically Jonah Hill and his therapist. Um, It's just them two in a room. And um, basically Jonah Hill just, I guess he had come to him maybe five years ago, super depressed and like just with no sense of self and terrible self-esteem. And he ended up really finding success in like changing his life basically with the method of therapy that his therapist, Dr. Phil Stutz, S-T-U-T-Z, offered. And so he was like, I want to make this movie because I feel like I want other people to be able to learn from his um, methods and like his takeaways. But I was like kind of, so I took notes while I was watching it yesterday, the day before. Um, And then I kind of like reflected on on it again today. And I was like, I feel like it... Really, like what my takeaway was as a viewer was and like what moved me was that just like how vulnerable they were willing to get with each other and on camera um, mm-hmm. and just like seeing two people like, yeah, willing to get vulnerable and like break down barriers because it wasn't even just about his the therapist's like methods it was also like telling his story a little bit about who he is and how he got to um where he was and so he had a few moments of like where he got very emotional about his own personal stuff too so it was just like it was nice to see um just two like grown ass men talking about their feelings talking about their feelings and you know another thing i thought too which i don't know what you think about this but it also made me think like it doesn't it's not it doesn't make you like a good person just because you're willing to do the self work, you know? Like I don't think Jonah Hill was out there trying to be like, Look at me, I'm a good person, like this is how you can be a good person. Like he was literally just like you like I think there was a quote which is like, You can't move forward without being vulnerable and he was like, I was able to like move forward, but it doesn't necessarily mean it, you are like a good person because you go through therapy or like put in the work or like self reflect, you know?
0: Yeah. Do you think, how did you, so I, one thing I noticed was like, cause it was like the tables were turned, right? Where like Jonah was basically kind of interviewing his therapist. Right. Was it kind of, well, it, maybe it was more conversational.
1: Um, I don't know, I guess kind of a little bit, but also, the therapist would do the exercises that they were talking about. Like he would, he would work Jonah Hill through them to like demonstrate them basically. Uh, Yeah. So one of them was like about facing, like he calls it part X. Like that's the part of you that you are kind of like ashamed of, or you just, you kind of want to hide. It's always, it's always lingering. It's always there, but it's it's your shot. it's like this shadow thing, you know, and so for Jonah Hill, it was like, if he closes his eyes and thinks about, like, the part of him he's, like, most basically ashamed of, he's, like, a 13-year-old, like, super overweight kid, and he has, he's, like, very resentful to the world, and he feels like he's not worthy, he's not worthy of female attention, he's not worthy of, like, love, because he's, he was, like, so overweight, and so one of the things he did was like have him close his eyes and like picture that that self that like part X quote unquote and like ask it like ask himself as a 13 year old like what does he need from himself now to feel like accepted and loved or whatever and like they just like went through this whole like deep exercise and he was just really closing his eyes and like talking to that part of him but mm-hmm. um I don't know it was like it was it was interesting it makes you think of like those are conversations that you don't have with yourself often or at least i don't and but it's kind of things that everyone can relate to on some level you know
0: yeah i thought it was like just the fact that he came out with the documentary i thought that was just cool in general because like he's also like you know he's been pretty vocal on like social media about like his mental health Mm -hmm. and he'll talk about like paparazzi's taking pictures of him with his shirt off on the beach while he's like surfing. And like, he's been pretty vocal about like his mental health and like struggles and therapy and stuff like publicly, I think over the past maybe couple of years. Um, And I feel like it's like, it was cool of him to do this because I feel like a lot of people look to him as like, he is like, he's super fucking cool. Like I love Jonah Hill. And I think a lot of young people look to him as Mm -hmm. like, he's like a super like stylish dude. And, you know, he's friends with Leo. So it's like, he's just a, become this such like this, like one of the top actors, you know, in Hollywood. And he's like this style God, like to a lot of young mm-hmm. you know, males. And I think, I mean, I think he's a good looking dude, you know, like I'm sure, I feel like women probably find him very attractive for, you know, his personality and, you know, his talent being a, such a great actor. And like the fact that he, I know he struggles with his weight and then mental health issues I just thought it was, like, really cool for him to, like, come out and do this because, like, even my best friend Brian was, like, asking if I had seen it because he started watching it, I think, like, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And those aren't topics that, like, me and Brian typically would talk about, like, and to right. see, like, my my homie interested in watching something on mental health, like, yeah. was really interesting to me. And, like, me and you had talked about watching it as well, so it's just since the therapy thing is something we talk about all the time just in general. Um, yeah so i'm i'm yeah i want to go back and, and finish it and pay more attention and not fall asleep but um yeah yeah so, so overall, what, was you, what what do you think your rate? yeah what i was gonna say like what's your rating on it or like how, what was your takeaway um, from what you've seen well so i was
1: far? i think i i think it made me interested in all of the different he calls them tools tools that he presented um and i'll kind of like continue to go back on those i know he has a book so maybe i'll pick that up at some point maybe that'll be my month two book mm-hmm. <laughs> february book um, Isabel's book club monthly book club, coming to you yeah. 2023 i'll definitely like keep going back to those i think it's something you just can work on forever um yeah and then as a movie like i said i i think it was and we've been talking about i think it's just nice um to have it out there i thought it was brave of jonah hill to do that um and i thought it was very like um, generous to offer to to like have to be so profoundly moved by your therapist and the things that you've learned to be like the best thing i can do now is like share this with everyone else like that's i don't know i thought it was cool good good job jonah hill
0: (laughs) jonah come on the podcast yeah, we talk about therapy, talk his, about therapy too. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. The fit. I haven't the fit talked God. to my therapist obviously since <laughs> since um watching it, but I will be sharing what I learned with her. One of the things he talked about was when you're kind of lost or you don't know what to do, like the you can kind of like let go for a little bit of what you think you should be doing or all the ha- habits that you are just used to and like you can always work on yourself. And he calls it like the life force and that pyramid that we were talking about. Um, but he was saying one of the best ways to kind of like unlock all that stuff in your unconscious is to just write stuff out. And I don't know, I think it's hard to sometimes be like, well, what do I write about? Or what do I journal about? You know, Mm -hmm. I think that holds a lot of people back, but he was saying like, you just like go for it. Like, don't judge yourself. Just start writing and see what comes out and like making that a practice. Like you can unlock so much stuff. And I feel like that's been super helpful for me and I I can need to get better at it. But starting to just like jot stuff down and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and not judge yourself. I know that you talked about maybe starting that this year.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Like, and I had a conversation with a friend of mine about specifically about journaling a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And part of it was like, I just don't know where to start. And I know that every, like a lot of people say like it, to what you were just saying now, it's just like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Just write anything. And one of the things that she, like one of the tips she gave me is something that she does is when she wakes up in the morning, she'll write about what she dreamt of. If she had dreams that night, she'll write about mm-hmm. just her dreams because that's just an automatic, like easy way to write something down because it's the fr- it's kind of fresh in your head. And right. what what also attracted me to that was she was saying it basically like makes you feel like you're clearing space in your head and in your mind mm-hmm. by kind of like, yeah. you're like shoveling out the stuff from over the night or what you were thinking about, you know, while you were sleeping in your dreams. So it's like, it kind of like also helps clear this mental space in your head, which yeah to me sounded very attractive because there's just so much going on in my mind. And which is why I have sleeping issues is I'm just constantly mm-hmm. overthinking. So just the thought of like, oh, just like writing down what I was like thinking about even before I went to sleep, just mm-hmm. writing that down can kind of help empty space. And then I mentally in my head, as I start my day, I feel like I have more clarity and less clarity, like jumbled thoughts in my head. So I feel like that's one of, that's one of the methods I'm going to use once I start to, once I pick up the pen, hopefully soon, um,
1: yeah. is
0: like just writing down what I was either thinking about or what I dreamt about if, if I can yeah. if I can start having dreams again because the weed kind of like takes away the dreams like <laughs> weed doesn't like... really help with dreaming um yeah but but that's one of the things that kind of helped me like and I think also one thing is like the stigma of the name of calling it journaling just bothers the fuck out of me because it's feels so like LA and like you know yoga-y and smoothie e and airwany and just like basic bitchy and it's like, if we just call this something other than journaling, I would want to do it more. So she's like, just think of it as like note taking, like you're just taking notes. But and also so,
1: like, like, you're the only, no one needs to know that you're doing that. It's right. just, so you're judging yourself and yeah. like you're just. Welcome you know, to my
0: brain, baby. You. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, That's all I, think I do. I I told you,
1: but me and Adela have been just repeating. There's like a, I saw some stupid quote on Instagram or something and it was like, the fear your fear of looking stupid is holding you back and it's so true like once you just kind of let go of like I don't care like I it's I don't care if I look stupid I'm doing this for me like I feel like if you just kind of go into that I call it like a brain dump like I did that two days ago I just I had like so much shit going on I had to do and I had things I wanted to do and I didn't want to forget or whatever and I just started like writing on a piece of paper just brain dumping it out and it and then from there I was like okay I need to like organize this thoughts because there's clear patterns of like and categories of all the shit that was in my head and then I started to like put it like on my computer and on my calendar and stuff but I just brain dump it out just write some shit and get it out and clear it out and then you're you feel confident that you are less likely to like forget (laughs) the thing you wanted to remember or like the goal that you have And it just, you realize it's like way easier than you thought to like get through the things that you have going on. Because your brain is like a terrible file cabinet, you know? Like it doesn't organize it on itself. Like we're responsible to regurgitate that out and make sense of it, you know? Yeah. So just brain dump it out, honey.
0: Brain dump. Okay. I could do that.
1: write that down (laughs) write down (laughs) need to write some shit down
0: (laughs) need to write down write it down or like
1: use your i i used to have like a the um you can put the what's it called like sticky notes on your computer desktop and i just Mm -hmm. like jot shit down there like a fake notepad
0: yeah Eh, yeah that's actually a good idea
1: do i need to buy you a pen (laughs) Yeah. Do you have pens?
0: <laughs>
1: Is that your real what's holding you back? <laughs> you all my parents to, to go buy pens. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one thing that, another thing you had mentioned to me um, as we like were talking about the documentary was how you spent some time doing your, your vision board for 2023.
1: Um, Hell yeah. Did, did you have like,
0: Pretty. like what, how'd you even like, once again, where did you start? How'd you even like start that?
1: Okay. This is exactly what we were talking about. I brain dumped it. Like I, like I didn't so know no rhyme or either. reason. You were just like, <laughs> yep. hundred percent. I was like, let me, write down all the things I want, no judgment. Like if I had no limitations of, you know, money or time or whatever, you know, I think is holding me back, what do I want? And like very intentionally, okay, this is what, these are my dreams. Like this is what I envision ideal future to be. And I just like, let it, I let myself write it down. And then again, like took that and turned it into sort of like clear categories, like health, career, finances, home, family. Um, and then I, and then I turned it into like affirmative, like sentences. Like I like kind of like you're talking to yourself in the presence. Like I have blah, blah, blah. I am blah, blah, blah. Like just writing that out and then me and adela my little sister we literally went on pinterest and just typed those things in and we created like a little board each of us um and we typed like i had like forbes women's summit like a picture of like <laughs> forbes on there put that on there i had like uh I Top sober like
0: podcaster a, of 2023.
1: No, I had like a really nice podcast studio on there. I had a New York Times bestseller sticker on there. <laughs> I had like like a little family. I like a stylish picture of like a super stylish mom. I want to be a stylish mom. <laughs> Those like I ovaries just like are bursting right now. <laughs> yeah. And then you just. It, and then once we kind of like brain dumped onto Pinterest, then there was like. We picked out sort of the main pictures of each of the categories and then boom, you have a vision for it. <laughs> but I think the whole like practice of it is just letting yourself imagine what that ideal future is or like what those goals are. Cause it's really hard. It's really like hard to do sometimes to like, let yourself think, what do I actually want? If I had all the time and money in the world and nothing holding me back. If what? you had
0: rich parents, that would give you a twenty thousand dollar loan. I was loan. a nepo like,
1: baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would I have?
0: I can't stand rich people, <laughs> oh, but I can't wait to be rich
1: one day. Well, one thing in the in that documentary too is they were saying, like, I actually wrote it down. What was the quote? Um, oh, the highest creative expression for a human being is creating something new in the face of adversity. And they were talking about like that part X thing and just like those really tough times and tough parts of you. Like, it's like, if you're the main character, if there was no like villain or something to overcome, you don't have a story at all, you know? And those are the times and things that create like your biggest, you know, the risks that you take and the biggest rewards, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, you wanna have, you want to have a good story at the end of the day. It's like, it, it may take mm-hmm. you five years, it may take you 10 years, it may take you 20 years to get to that place. And along the way, you can look back and be like, damn, my I had five failed I businesses, but yeah. I still learned X, Y, and Z from each one of those things, mm-hmm. which is, I feel like something a lot of people have like gone through over the past couple of years, just with everything going on in the world. And totally. accepting the failures or not even, you know, you, you won't even, You don't even have to look at it as a failure if something didn't work out. It could just be Mm -hmm. an experience that you – and look at it as just a a lesson learned. you learned a lesson from. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's see. My vision board is going to have a doctor with scissors so I can get a vasectomy because I don't think I want – I don't know if I want to have kids. Um, (laughs) It's the opposite of my vision board. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shit. I wonder – yeah. Maybe I should do one. You should? Oh,
1: my God. Please do.
0: Yeah. I'll be fucking with
1: pinterest and, and just and just do it like put on a good playlist you don't have to p- fucking put it on be real like you don't have to tell anyone you don't have to tell <laughs> me you don't have to tell the listeners of this podcast you just set your intentions Put some vibes on.
0: (laughs) I'm picturing it like that meme from Always Sunny in Philadelphia where that guy has like, he's trying to figure out the mystery Um, and there's all these like, you know, like strings going from one person to the next to the next. That's what my shit's going to be like.
1: That's you trying to figure out what the fuck (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: what's going on in my stupid fucked up head.
1: Well, okay, I will say this because I feel like I'm sounding like so like, ooh, preachy, whatever the fuck. I had a conversation with my therapist um, and she asked me what – what did I feel like? This was like a month ago. She was like, what did you feel like a year ago? Like, where were you at? And I couldn't even like tell her because I didn't even, I was not even thinking. I couldn't even imagine a year from then. I couldn't even imagine like three months from then. I was just trying to get by (laughs) and I had like just gotten out of my toxic job. I had something really shitty. had happened to me. and I was really coming to terms with like a lot of, shit and i it's not even like that i felt it's not even like i couldn't get up in the morning or whatever like i was fully functioning i probably was acting the same like no, it's not like everyone could tell off the bat that i was going through shit but i like did not have a vision at all for the future because i just wanted to get by you know
0: yeah so yeah last last year around this time was bad
1: yeah, for, it was for
0: you. I mean, for both of us, but yeah, uh, yeah, that was you were just trying to survive last year. I was at this just trying point. to
1: survive, 100%. like literally trying to just
0: like get your head in a decent place so that you weren't mm-hmm. fucking depressed and just yeah. get up every day and figure out okay, what's my next move? And at least like yeah. now you've come a long way in a year. You know, like I mean, just like you were saying, like just even doing something like a vision board and starting to just journal and get things out of your out of your head and out of your mind. Yeah. And, like, even just, like, I mean, all the stuff that we talk about with this podcast, like, whether certain things happen or not, like, it's just exciting for us to, for, you know, for you to just, like, come up with new ideas and try Mm -hmm. to make them work and see what actually comes to fruition, which is, Mm -hmm. which is a big, that's big. I mean, you're in a completely different place, you know, than you were a year ago, which shows that you can do it. You can make progress.
1: You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And... I think that's just to say that, like, I feel like I, Oh, I was, it also takes privilege that I was able to, like, take the year and just be like, okay, I'm going to fucking work on my shit and I have 10 million more shit to work through, but, like, it definitely takes, pro- like, like, I was able to to even the fact that I was even able to sit down and like make a fucking vision board and like envision what I wanted as an ideal, you know, uh, future is—you're a
0: broke privileged person.
1: <laughs> I'm a broke privileged person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my broke privilege. Yeah, um, <laughs> but that's my that's my PSA to anybody that doesn't can't think of what the fuck they want on a vision board, just. It may take you a long time, but eventually you will be sitting in front of your Pinterest and you will be you will be cringe, but you will be free. <laughs>
0: All right, one more saying to put on our shirts, <laughs> on our tote bags. Yeah. The cringe will set you free. The Psalms, cringe will 9, set you free you guys. John 1210. The cringe <laughs> will set you free.
1: I have one thing to ask you and it is because you only explained what the fuck was going on to me yesterday but i want to know about the place that you went to where there was goats and there was (laughs) i don't know what was happening but all of a sudden on your instagram stories there was some weird stuff going on so can you elaborate
0: (laughs) yeah so this was probably like three weeks ago um a friend had invited me to go to this really crazy ranch in Altadena, like in the mountains of Altadena called um, the Zortheon Ranch, which has been around since like, I don't even know. It's It's been around for a very, very long time, decades and decades. Um, and it's kind of like this like hippie commune area. And anyways, they allow people to come on and do like filming for TV shows and movies or artists to do set like, you know, um, con- little like tiny concerts. Um, So this artist was playing there that my friend likes so she invited me to go with her. And the night before I so sorry, I'm gonna set the stage a bit so it's a ranch, and there's goats and there used to be there's like a pool and there's like old very old trucks from like the 40s and the 50s. And just really funky and crazy and a lot of like metal metal art that people like weld together so it's very like, kind of hippie ish. And The night before, I actually did some chocolate mushrooms with my buddies. So it was a very, like, my mind was just kind of like the third eye was opened. I was soaking everything Mm -hmm. in. And this artist, like, she's before she started, they had like a guy doing kind of like a sound bath type of like meditation thing. So, like, we all started with like this breathing work. And then you had like the sound bath, you know, music that he was performing. And then this woman started Mm. doing her, you know, her music. And it was just weird. Like it felt like I was in this like trance where I don't know if it was the mushrooms from the night before that got me in this place or like the breathe, like the breathing exercises that we had done. But when the girl was, the lady was performing, like I felt super happy and which I hadn't felt in a very long time. And it felt like something hit my soul where like I wanted to fucking cry. It was like really weird. Uh And like, I turned over to my friend to see if like she was feeling the same thing and she was just like kind of in the zone and so I kind of like, you yeah, whatever, like stop looking at her and looked, was looking at the per- lady performing. And it just like, I felt like crying out of happiness and it was just really weird. Uh-huh. And I noticed, and it was like, this thing hit me for probably like a minute, but for that minute, mm-hmm. it felt like kind of not an outer body experience, but it was like, I was kind of looking at myself like, holy shit, you f- you're feeling happy for the first time in a really long time. And I don't know if it was the mushrooms still in my body or if it was just the I think it was a mix of everything like the Mm -hmm. setting the music you know this like calm like place that this woman took us to like in our heads Mm. and I don't know it was interesting it was super interesting like to just feel that like emotion like Mm-hmm. I could feel like my tear ducts, like, <laughs> you know, like vibrating, tingling. and I was like, "Oh shit, am I gonna cry in front of, in front of all these strangers right now?" And it was, oh, it was cool. It was weird. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, it was. An, it was an experience. It was weird because I always like when I hear people talk about these types of experiences, I typically like call bullshit, and I think they're dumb mm-hmm. or I don't. I just think they're like just like exaggerating
1: that you cry or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And it was and like we had a a conversation about this yesterday of where how like both of us aren't really good at crying and Mm -hmm. like, I have a very delayed reaction to a lot of things that are emotional. So whether it's like a relationship breakup, like I don't feel that hurt or that pain or those emotions until like weeks after or even months Mm -hmm. after, and then it hits me. And then I'm like, we'll get like sad about it. Or Mm -hmm. if like somebody, you know, like, I remember when, like, my grandparents had passed away. This was back when I was, like, in high school and in college. I didn't even, like, really cry and, or, like, get emotional about it until, like, weeks later. It was really weird. Mm-hmm. But there'll be, like, weird things that I see, like, on a TV show that can make me cry, like, like, automatically. Or, like I was telling you before, like, I've seen the movie La Bamba a million times. And I'll, like, always fucking swell up or, like, I'll cry. I mean, if I was, like, drinking, usually I'd watch that when I'm drunk it was like it's always something that i would put on something. at like three or four in the morning yeah like drunk because i'm like what do i put on and i'll like just be like La Bamba, bomba and, I, and then i'm like crying at the end you know and i've seen it a million times and it's like why am i crying over a movie i've seen a thousand times but like when my grandma died i didn't cry at all you know or like till months later so it, i don't know that whole thing the whole like crying thing is just a weird thing in general for me and like hard to do sometimes um so, anyways, I, it, know, I was it was weird.
1: Did it make you want to do something like that again? Like, what is even yeah, called yeah. like sound bath oh. or something?
0: No, I mean it was just a, a a woman that was performing, and it's her style of music. Like, she plays with like mm-hmm. a guitar, and she just sings, and then she has a couple of like the guy doing the sound bath noises stuff, and then she has another guy, I think it's one of her friends, play some other instrument like wind chimes, that sort of thing. Um. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would do it again because it's not even. It's also something I wouldn't typically go to. Like, I only went because my friend is very much into that sort of like. I don't even know if I'm saying this stuff right, but like spiritual stuff and meditation, yeah. and she goes to a lot of these like sound bath types of things. Um,
1: I think those are all the right words. Yes.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it, and it's something like I said. I would. I never would normally do it, and I'd probably think it was not dumb because I'm definitely trying to be more open to these sorts of things as I'm like trying to get into meditation and and journaling mm-hmm. and all that stuff because uh, I think a lot of that stuff's connected in a way Totally. so I de- I definitely would do it again and, and it was yeah. just cool to also see like the other people there are mm-hmm. it was just a you know kind of a mix of people but it's it is a, kind of a specific type of person that goes to those things and everybody's like super welcoming and peaceful and i don't know it's interesting to just talk to and meet other people that you know that dress differently from you that think differently from you mm-hmm. you know um so yeah it was it was super, His super algorithms
1: cool. are different than
0: ours <laughs> yeah yeah their algorithms <laughs> are different than than um <laughs> english bulldogs and lowrider hydraulics. lowriders <laughs> hydraulic, low riders, <laughs> um and like asian instagram models yeah so <laughs> very they have a very different algorithm than me yeah
1: yeah oh that's so sweet i i feel like the breathing exercise thing too like i've seen it i've seen like ads for i probably i'm probably getting targeted on more and more of this stuff but like I, i've seen ads for some like workshops where you do those breathing exercises and then people are like literally like, crying and letting out guttural noises and something like unlocks in them. It's just like <laughs> about this release and I am still scared of getting that vulnerable probably in front of other people but yeah because you don't like to cry all. either I don't like to cry either at all no. Isabelle's a
0: hardcore <laughs> female I'm gonna say it she's a hardcore bitch <laughs> in, the, in the best no. possible way in the best possible
1: way. I, I'm working on it. I really wish I could unlock that part of me, but I'll, I'll work on that maybe by next year. <laughs> maybe next year's conversation is going to be just crying. Maybe I'll just be letting it all out. I'm a huge crier. Who knows? <laughs> but Like, uh, no, Isabel's crying I've again? Never really <laughs> <been>. <laughs> I've never been a big crier. Um, no. I'll have, like, like if something happens same thing it'll hit me like a few weeks later or a month later or something no you know what? it's been even longer like I remember when me and my ex like finally broke up for the last time and I moved out and all of that and I had one night where I just like let, I think I had watched like two I can I'll like watch sad movies like same thing like I'll watch a sad movie to like activated. I'm like, let's, I know it's in there. Like, let's get something going. Like, come on.
0: Just kick the tires around a bit and yeah. then try to get something so, out.
1: Exactly. So I watched Marriage Story Um and I watched Revolutionary Road, two of arguably the saddest movies ever. If you're going through a breakup, I highly do not recommend it unless you're like deranged like me and you need to let some shit out. I watched those back to back and I just fucking sobbed my eyes out like that same week. And I remember apologizing to my roommate. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like, and she's like, no, I think it's really weird that you haven't cried this whole time. since. (laughs) Like, she's like, you went through something huge. You moved across the country and ended up breaking up and moving out. And like, I was like, oh, yeah, that is I I did. I did deserve that cry. (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I've been like waiting for you to just like show some sort of emotion. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I got to work on that one. That's I'll add that to my well, I, I, it to I, I my bet, vision I, board a little tear.
0: <laughs> a little teardrop. That's gonna be your next tattoo. They're gonna be like, did you kill yeah. somebody? Maybe that loca?
1: <laughs> I'm like, you oh actually no. I'm working on um crying in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um I bet I bet going to therapy will one hundred percent help unlock that. Unlock those emotions. Well,
1: I, I, I cried the first time I met with my therapist now, the first time we met. I, it was like an hour and a half and I fully just let it out, but not like, huh, 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 like crying. It was just like, you know, I needed to grab a tissue, and like wipe my face, but no, I don't cry during therapy. I'd be just like chit-chatting like this pretty mm. much. <laughs> <You
0: know. laughs> You're like, so what up? What up, bitch? So, what up, girl? girl? <laughs> this is what
1: I did. I went to Mexico and then Chelsea got food poisoning and then... <laughs>
0: yeah oh good well, well good. we have I, I,
1: a good year ahead of us i I vision boarded yeah. for both of us too um <laughs> so i am looking forward to you went, even though you're not gonna tell me because it's gonna be a private thing when you do your own vision board activities <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i might need some chocolate mushrooms for that but yeah. i'll get to it Set i'll do mood, it I'm whatever do it. you need yeah
1: i think it was very pertinent that we have this conversation today because if you didn't know, it is a full moon or was a full moon yesterday. And this weekend, um, you know, the astrologers I follow on Instagram all say that we need to be just cocooning and taking care of ourselves and journaling and cooking and making arts and crafts. And a lot of people I've talked to this morning are already doing that. So I think we're putting out the right energy. We're listening to our our selves and the universe and i'm gonna hopefully continue to carry that energy through this new year and i look forward to doing it with you
0: yeah me too looking forward to collaborating with our voices more in
1: 2023 <laughs> <laughs> all that woo-woo shit
0: <laughs> the voice of reason pedro and isabel who used to be lost souls <laughs>
1: we're still looking for it but we're getting closer
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're like a lazy eye one's looking for you one's looking at you all right on that note
1: happy new year everyone happy Happy new year happy vision boarding and manifesting love y'all
0: peace